What up, party people? We are back with another episode of the Unwanted Opinions podcast. Of course, I am the one and only Reagan, and we have the birthday girl in the studio with us today. Everybody, mm-hmm. make sure you say happy birthday to the mm-hmm. co-host that I'm trying to replace. I, I, wow. I age like fine wine, so I turned, you know, 21 today. Your girl and... is old as <laughs> I'm not old. 20, I'm 27. I'm still young. I'm not old. You know, I'm, I'm, I can say I'm late 20s now, which is interesting. You could have said but that last year. That's still kind of mid-20s, though. You know, like, 20, 25, 26 is, like, mid-20s. Once you hit 27 and, like, you know, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm happy for, I still, I'm, like, fine wine. I still look good. I still, like, I, like, no day over 21. So, Reagan's just a hater. She'll never get rid of me because she knows that I got the veto power. I'm, like, David Stern over here. Like, how David Stern, when he vetoed that Chris Paul trade, that's, like, me. That's what I'm gonna do. Vito. Anyways, nah, but for real, y'all, make sure y'all wish KT a happy birthday and let her know that she is very much appreciated because apparently I can't do that. Nah, um, <laughs> but um, we we kind of got a jam-packed schedule for y'all today, so let's just hop right into everything. As we all know, it is an Olympic year. Um, Olympics are supposed to be held in Tokyo this year, it is one of my favorite times of the year when it comes around. I love sitting around and watching the Olympics. Um, like it's just so competitive. It's it's so great to see all the greatest athletes in the world come to one spot and compete for their country. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty cool. But this year, uh, the Olympics are um, <laughs> they they could not be happening. Well, they could possibly not be happening. Um, so the Olympic committee has three months to decide if they want to, you know, have the Olympics this year, uh, due to the coronavirus, uh, which is, uh, spreading pretty quickly. I, I, I guess you could say, um, they are trying to figure out if they want to propo- postpone the Olympics or if they just want to completely not have them. Um, KT, I guess, what are, what are your thoughts? I know we're not you know, doctors or anything <laughs> on that level. But, of course, we can always uh, just chime in and see. Um, honestly, I feel like no person's health is worth possibly making worse by going to, to Tokyo and doing the Olympics. So I feel like if they have to just outright cancel them, then that's probably what they're going to have to do. I mean, I know they don't want to do that because the Olympics cost I don't know how much money. So I know they probably spent so much funds and getting things ready and, and facilities ready and places ready. But at the end of the day, I feel like you have to put athletes health first. And like Reagan said, I mean, I love watching the Olympics. I love watching different sorts of sports. I love seeing all these, these great athletes um, just competing what they're great at. But I don't think it's worth risking anybody's like like future and health over. I don't think it's worth, you know, anybody possibly potentially dying over. So I don't know if they should continue and, and go on with it. Maybe they feel like they'll find a way, but I just don't think it's, I don't think they should risk it. And then if they do have it, I don't know if top athletes would even want to go because of the coronavirus. That That's a lot to kind of worry about. Not only are you worrying about your sport and making sure you're in tip top physical shape, but now you're worrying about a sickness that can potentially take you out. So I just don't think it's worth it, honestly. And let me just put this out there. Um, we know, you know, that the flu is something that has been dangerous, you know, in the past couple of years. We we know that. Um, so we're not one of those people that think that, you know, this is the only thing that's out there. No, um, this is just strictly regarding the coronavirus. Like, this is just a decision that is really being made because of something that kind of, I guess, just popped up out of nowhere. Um, but no, I agree with Katie. I don't think anyone's health should be put at risk. I don't know how they would be able to say, oh, well, if you come, you know, there's a, there, we're, we're positive that you won't get it. Like, I don't, I don't think they can say that. And until they can say that, 
um, I say, I mean, let's continue to put our athletes um, at the forefront because, honestly, that's what it's about. Then on top of that, like, there has been a lot of stories of the Olympic Village not being (laughs) the healthiest place. Oh, yeah. So imagine having... Imagine having athletes from all different sorts of countries and then you have an already unhealthy like environment mixing it with a, a pretty deadly, I don't know if you want to call it a disease or a sickness, but you have like a pretty deadly sickness. I don't know if that's going to go well. Like I, yeah, I just I'm... feel like you have way too much to lose in that situation. Yeah, I mean, like KG said, I, I know everyone has heard the stories about the Olympic Village. Um, <laughs> I, I, it gets pretty wild. So yeah, I don't know if you want. Yeah, to it's not Google it. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, Google it. There, there's some stories about the Olympic villages. It'll be interesting though because I know sports like the WNBA and the NWSL. And for people who don't know what the NWSL is, it's the National Women's Soccer League. Here, uh, you should check it out. Really cool league. Um, go, yeah, just go support them. But um, people like, you know, leaf like those, they actually take breaks during the summer because the Olympics are right in the middle of the season. So, for example, the WNBA, we don't have an all-star game this year because of the Olympics. Well, if the Olympics get canceled, I wonder if the people in the WNBA office can th- not throw together. It's not the right word, but yeah. like put throw together. together. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I mean, you given the you're you're giving the athletes a break already. You might as well. I don't know. I I just feel like I I wonder if that's something that they could do. Whether even if it's go back to you know Vegas again and have the game because mm, Vegas, yeah, because I, I missed it and I missed. Yeah, it. I missed it. I would definitely you know spend a couple of spend a couple of dollars to go to Vegas. Oh, yeah. for another All Star game. I oh. missed it just so I could relive the last one. um but yeah so I guess that's just our thoughts on the on the Olympics speaking of the WNBA though um we had another I guess you can say eventful week of free agency um so you have Simone Augustus going to the Sparks which was a hit (laughs) (laughs) she was the person I expected the Sparks to pick up yeah, I, 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 you know what? I didn't expect it either, but I will say I do like seeing the Lynx fans panic. I do <laughs> like seeing a lot of them kind of upset, like, oh, she went to the enemy side. I don't even think Simone is even thinking of it like that. I honestly think Simone just wants her last season to be better than the last season, if that makes sense, like better than the season that they had last year. So, I mean, she's already going on record and saying that, like, this is – most likely her final season. So it's, I just think it's more so she wants to go out with a little bit of fun and possibly potentially win. I mean, not saying that Minnesota won't win anything. You can't really say that about any team because the season hasn't started. But I just feel like in her mind, L.A. was probably the best place for her. Yeah. I, you know, I've also seen some fans on the opposite side that said they're happy for Moan. Um, and they think that Cheryl is up to a master plan. So, you know, who really knows? They still have um they still have fouls, so you never know what could happen. Yeah. Um, they have fouls, they have Nafisha. Um yeah. you didn't you have uh you have Rachel Benham who's a yeah. hometown chick, so maybe now that she's playing at home she'll actually get to show her more of what she could do because she was in Connecticut. I mean they didn't play her like that. So yeah. I mean yeah, I don't know. I mean, many, many might need a little bit of help, but like, it's still early to really tell anything, especially with um, Sims being out due to pregnancy. So it's kind of like you got to do what you got to do and get who you can get. So, I don't know. I just, I just know that the mini fans are having a fit, though. Oh yeah, they when when are they not having a fit? But uh, Courtney Williams. Hmm. You just brought up Connecticut, and you just brought up a good point. Courtney Williams, <laughs> she is no longer there. I kind of, I kind of seen it coming, but not like that. I will say, like I didn't, I just didn't think they would have enough money for all of them. But I didn't think that the way that it happened would be how it happened. 
Well, if, KT if got excited because I didn't see it happening. Yeah, I just because when you when you when you okay when you think about it, like going back for a little bit, I'm gonna use the Chrissy Tolliver thing as an example. So you knew Washington wasn't gonna have the money for her EDD and and Misaman, right? So it's kind of the same thing. You knew that if they were to resign, uh, like they just got Bonner and you know, Bonner was most likely a big contract. So then you're kind of thinking, okay, well they can't get both Strickland and Williams. So one's got to go. So you see Strickland leave, you're like, okay, cool. But then like, once you find out that there has been, I guess, I don't want to say situations, but once you find out that, I guess, situations we're going that's when you're kind of like, all right, yeah, Williams is probably gone. But with Williams being gone, that means Bentley's gone too. <laughs> Bentley's yeah. most likely not going back to Atlanta. Yeah. So it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. And then, you know, you have you have one side saying that we're loyal and, and we love loyal players. And you have the other side kind of saying that, there was never any loyalty there. I just think this lets you know that all sports, not just WNBA, but all sports is a business. So at the end of the day, you kind of have to treat it as such. Like you may love playing in a place. You may love where you are. You may love where you're living, you may love your teammates. But if the organization and the owners kind of feel as if they can move you and get something better, then that's what they'll do. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a terrible player or a terrible person or, or that you're this just this person they didn't want. It's just sometimes you have to remember that it is a business, and I mean they kind of they're kind of showing you that anybody can be moved at any moment. If anything, this WNBA free agency shows that you can be moved at any moment. If you did not watch the WNBA last year, I can let you know that teams do not look the same. Teams are they they look a lot of them look completely different. Which is a good thing because, to be honest, this year may be wide open. And I know a, a lot of people may not agree with me on that, but it's looking pretty wide open. You you don't really have a front runner per se just yet. Um, but as far as the Courtney Williams thing, like you said, sports are a business. Um, so anything can happen at any given moment. I... Do I I would love to be a fly on the wall during those meetings just to see how it actually all went down. You know, when when these situations come up as far as like players and organizations not coming to agreement so the player wants to leave, um, I think there's always more than both sides are saying. I think there's always a third side, yeah, the right side. There is um, the truth, as they say. Yeah, yeah, the truth. Um, so. I mean, who knows? Courtney Williams could be telling the whole truth, but Connecticut also be could be telling, you know, their whole truth. So I try not to look too much into it, although I know we all love drama uh, because that's just where we are in this day and age. Uh, <laughs> drama attracts, <laughs> unfortunately, drama attracts people to things. Yeah. So um, I know we all love drama. Um, but I would have, I, I would just love to know the truth of what happened. Um, because Courtney Williams on that roster, like on the Connecticut roster this year could have caused some, really could have caused some, uh, problems for other teams. I mean, maybe we will find out the truth. You know, Courtney Williams does music now, so maybe she'll bless us with what happened in one of her songs. But maybe. once again, that's like her truth though. That's right, though. That's true. And I, I, I get what Reagan's saying. That's true. But at the same time, her truth may not be a lie. It's just her side of it. Yeah, so I agree. that's what I'm saying. Like, her truth, you have her truth, you got the organization's truth, and then you have the actual truth. That's very true. Look at us getting philosophical. <laughs> you get, like, look at us. Look at us breaking it down for the people who don't realize that just because somebody said something doesn't mean they're lying. It just means it happened, and that's how they felt. Yes, look, we 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 could we could write a, a self help book. Okay, I ain't going that far. Um, one last thing about WNBA free agency before we move on here: Tina Charles has yet to be to resign with uh, the Liberty. I don't know exactly um what to make of it but from some of the things that i've seen on twitter these are not like real sources so don't like come chopping my head off about it 
but um, the Sparks haven't re-signed Chelsea Gray yet. We know that she's mm-hmm. a restricted free agent, but there has been some rumblings, just small rumblings, not big ones, but small teeny, ones. Teeny tiny. Uh, saying that the Sparks could potentially be potentially be looking to sign Tina Charles and and Chelsea Gray. Now, how would that work out? Honestly, I'm not sure with mm-hmm. our roster. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a possibility. I think people are just taking things and running with it. Mm-hmm. But who am I to say that it's not true? You know, I don't like. I don't. I don't like that, especially since we just signed with Diva to that extension so I don't know if I would want Tina Charles on the team I don't know if she plays at the pace that Ellie would want her to play at especially when you have now you got runners like Christian Tolliver there and then you have Chelsea well we're going to get Chelsea Gray back that's probably what's going to end up happening we have Raquana Williams who is still on the roster so I don't know if well they look at who they said like trading Vadiva Raquana Williams and someone else would give us enough room to sign both Tina Charles and um, Chelsea Gray. I don't like it. I don't (laughs) personally, I don't know. I I mean, it's not for me to like. I'm just a fan that watches. So, I mean, if the team feels like, if if the team feels like it's a great fit, then go for it and, and maybe something can happen. But I just don't know if Tina Charles would be, I don't, think Tina Charles is what LA needs though. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I don't think Simone Augustus is what LA needs, but hey, we saw how that happened and we saw how that worked out. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting, but I don't I, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I do think she needs to get out of New York though for sure. I don't think New York is really the right spot for her anymore. I know she did it because that was her hometown and it looked like it was gonna work, but I don't know, man. I think I think Tina Charles should go somewhere else. Nowhere, but just anywhere else. I was just about to say, where do you see her going, though? Hmm. Could you see, like, in Atlanta? Atlanta has too many posts as it is, though. I mean, they just got Kaylani. They have, uh, they got, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth. Uh, and then they have Billings. Or so, how like, about Seattle? No. Now, see... That would that would probably work better than Atlanta because Atlanta already has too many posts, and then you have a post. You have like I think basically you have two posts in Atlanta that kind of play the same way. So yeah, I feel like Seattle probably could work because yeah, they got Natasha Howard, but who? What other posts do they have outside of that? That's true. That's true. And then you have Crystal Langford undersized. Seattle could be could be in the running. We don't know. They haven't really made huge moves. I mean, of course, they signed Bird back, but I feel like we all knew that, and then they got... We saw that coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. We're So, we're on Tina Charles' watch here, because clearly, we don't know where she's going, and I don't know if anyone else does either. I don't know. I don't know if LA's the spot, though. Just, just <laughs> thinking about it, like... not. And the thing is, I... I don't have a problem with Tina Charles. I just don't think Tina Charles would be a good fit for LA. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Some people would probably say Phoenix, but I don't know if that would work either. Maybe. Maybe Phoenix. Who knows? So. I mean, I don't think it would work, but I don't know. Phoenix don't have the money for all of them. They just signed Gray. I mean, not Gray. Uh, uh, don't Charlie you put Biggins. that in the air. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. They just, I, look, I was... I was I was reading my notes. They just signed Skylar Diggins. Don't you put that in the air, because if that happens, I'm going to come and we going to attack Reagan. If that happens, we're going to get Reagan's DMs, and we going to start a fire. we going to start a fire. I just know, but I'm just, she's, she's I know what I'm back. just saying. I know that, but I'm just saying, we're going to be, we'll beat you up in here. Chelsea we'll beat Craig, you up over here. We'll don't, let, don't let them come for me. You better resign. That ain't that ain't you know that, that ain't me threatening you or anything, but that's hate you threatening me over you. So yeah, I'll do it. You gotta respond. You know, look, I'll do it. I'll I'll find a way to where you live. I'm not gonna say your location. I'll find a way somewhere in Tennessee, and I'll come knock on your door, and we'll 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 fight. 
we'll go squab it out, and then we'll go off for ice cream after, because that's what friends do. We what fight, and then we, then we go to get some ice cream. I think after all of this, there is one thing that me and KT do agree on, is that Sabrina UNESCO will be the number one pick in the Definitely. draft. Definitely. Girls are beast. The, the only D1 player, male or female, with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. Like, male or female, do y'all understand? Male or female, like, she is one of the greatest college basketball players to ever walk this earth. And then for her to do it after going to a memorial for her friend in Kobe and Gianna Bryant with a heavy heart. You already know she had a heavy heart and her mind was heavy. And then yeah. literally left after she gave her a speech to go to, to Stanford and, and, and beat a good Stanford team, not no little whack Stanford, like, no, like, to beat a good Stanford team underneath those emotions and circumstances. The girl didn't even eat, didn't even sleep, came and out there she, and, and balled she was out. Sick. She wasn't Exactly. Sick. Exactly. Some of y'all can't even perform well at work when y'all are sick, let alone not eating and not sleeping. Like, the girl's definitely a beast. She's the best college basketball player we've ever seen that's hall of fame worthy right there like i I know she's young and i shouldn't be saying that but that's hall of fame worthy i mean facts are facts you know the facts are facts now now what i what i do um hope is i hope that she brings that to the wba i i hope so i think she can i think she will i feel like I see what you're saying because there's a lot of people who have been really good in college and they get to the pros and they're kind of bad and you're like, where was this when you were in college? But I think she will. I don't think Sabrina's going to have that problem. I do know she's a guard and generally with guards it takes a little bit longer, but I think she'll be okay. I have a high... I, I'm really confident in her. I'm confident in her as if she were like a really good friend of mine. I'm confident that Sabrina's really going to set it off when she gets to the league. Well, you know, I, I sure am hoping so. I'm, I'm... Look, I'm rooting for her. I really am. Because I I think that she's going to be something special. Now, I know she's going to end up going to the Liberty. Um, as of right now, we don't know if they're going to trade the pick or not. You know, don't want to put it out there too soon. But it seems like she's going to end up in New York, uh, which means that they get another guard. And not just any guard, I mean... The way that we've been taught, she's a, you know, she's a really special guard. But, but this is the thing, like, if you're New York, you obviously have to go with the best player. But if you are a team that has, say you're not New York, right? But say you're a team that's already guard heavy. Do you go with the best player on the board or do you go with you need? Because, like, I feel like this is always a situation that people get confused on. Because if I'm New York, do you... You you're already a kind of guard heavy team, so mm-hmm. do you go for Sabrina? Cause she's the like she's probably the best guard in the draft. Or do you just go for what you need at that point? It's kind of like if you're New York, are you are you restarting the rebuilding process? Because I feel like they've been in the rebuilding process for a minute. Um, so are you starting? Like are you starting mm-hmm. over? And I think this all depends on what Tina Charles does because. If she yeah, comes yeah. back, I, I don't think they have time for a rebuilding process. You know, I think it's now or never. Um, which with Sabrina, you know, that could help because she can score, she can pass, she can rebound. Like she literally does it all. Um, now, I don't know because I guess if you could get a something really good in return, then you could try to trade it away and draft. You know trade down but at the same time I, I I don't think you miss out on a talent like Sabrina I just don't think you do it I don't think so either but I mean that that that's always a question when you have teams that have like super heavy at one position that that because I understand like I've, I'm a person that feels like you should draft for needs but if you have a talent like Sabrina then yeah you go for it but I I don't know I, I think this depends I just know I'm happy I'm not a GM because you don't want to miss out on a, a team like that or a player like that. But at the same time, you're kind of like, all right, but do we need this player? So, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it is something that's always, that has always come up. Um, well, they also got Asia Durr. 
up there. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. That's why I said they're a guard-heavy team. So it's like, do you do you risk that taking her and then like trading one of your other guards, or do you do like you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of difficult in a situation like that. Do you play small ball? Yeah. You know, I I, I didn't really think about it. Um, I I'm excited to see how this is gonna turn out. I really I'm excited for this season. And don't get me wrong, I'm excited for every season, but this season in particular, it the way free agency has has gone, um, I'm expecting a lot. My my expectations are high, um, and I think they should be. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this season already is starting off kind of crazy because you don't think like a lot of the moves that have been made. You're like, nah, like that's not that's not possible. But then it happens. So I just feel like this season is gonna be really competitive. And like you said, if if you do take the Olympics out, I feel like it will make it that much more competitive because then players are going to be like, all right, well, might as well just play this through like we would any other regular season. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, so I know we we're just talking about the WNBA, but let's move over to the NBA for a quick second. We didn't get to do a show right after the All-Star game for – personal reasons but we dogged the all-star game format before the game after watching the game Casey how do you feel um I do like the fact that they had to play to a certain score but I don't like how they resetted the score every quarter because I was low-key confused I'm never gonna lie to you I was just like I don't know who's winning I don't know who's up. I don't know what's going on. But I do like the fact that they had to play to a certain score because it made it competitive. And you saw towards the end, people were really trying to play. People were taking charges. People were playing the hardest defense. So when it comes to competitiveness, I do like the, you know, get to a target score. But I just wish they didn't reset the score every quarter because I didn't know what was going on. I was looking like, I don't know who's winning. I don't know who's losing. But other than that, I think it was cool. I, I do think they made it really competitive. You do understand it was three mini games. Yeah, I get that, but still, I didn't like it. I get it. I didn't like it. So, so I, what KT missed is at the top of the screen they had the total score, and then at the bottom they had the score for the mini game. Um, but no, I, you know, I will be the first to say that I was wrong. I I like the format. I like the fact that it was three separate games because, of course, you each quarter you were playing for your charity, yeah. um, your organization. So it's kind of like you, you want to play as hard as you can for your organization. And then in the fourth quarter, it, the, the, everybody just turned it on, like just completely turned it on. I will say I do not like it ending on a free throw, but that's mm. a part of the game, you know. There's really nothing that we could do about that. But I, I like the format after seeing it. I mean, like KT said, you have people out there taking charges. Look, Team yeah. LeBron looked like they were about to fight the ref at one point. So it was uh, it was legit. It was legit. Um, so, I, I'm yeah, I'm glad they changed it. I, I honestly am, and I hope they figure out a way to continue to make it competitive. And I hope next year is just as great. Although it will be in Indiana. Uh, yeah, that the fact that the the All Star game is going to be WNBA All Well, yeah, NBA All Star. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about WNBA. My bad. The NBA All Star game is going to be Indiana. I think that'll be cool. Um, I I don't is, have they ever had it before. I don't think they've ever had it before. Uh, Indiana has ever had it before. I, but I now if they keep the target score thing. I like it. I mean, like Reagan said, the three mini games, there's nothing wrong with that. I just got lost a lot. I'm the kind of person where I'll look down at my phone or something and get a text message and then look up and I'm just like, I don't know what happened. You know how many times like I've watched a movie on Netflix or Hulu and I look down for a second and I'm like, what happened? I have to rewind the whole thing. So that's kind of how I'm at. Like I, I got lost a few times, but I do like that it was competitive. I'm glad that they brought that kind of competitive steam and if they decide to do a target score again, I'm with it. Now, will they decide to do it? I don't know. But I feel like 
overall the game itself was pretty competitive like the game was cool i just didn't like the score reset thing i got you how'd you like them naming the trophy after kobe oh i thought that was amazing um he's he was wasn't he like the only person to win four uh all-star game mvps or he was tied with somebody or something like that yeah i think it was definitely worth it it was a great tribute uh he was, it's crazy, it's still crazy to me that we're talking about him in the past tense, but um, I, I think it's deserving, like, he deserves to have some type of something named after him. I mean, he's probably, he's, he's, there's no probably about it. He's one of the greatest basketball players to ever walk the earth, so I think them naming the, um, the All-Star Game MVP after him was a really good just do, and Kawhi winning it, like, I know a lot of people will be mad because Kawhi's not a Laker, but he still represents the city of L.A. So I feel like it's only fitting that an L.A. person got the first Kobe Bryant MVP award. Yeah. Now, um, I was talking to someone, and they, they, they were a little upset because they felt like the NBA didn't really honor David Stern as much as they did Kobe. And to a certain degree, to a certain point, I do real, you know, understand where they're coming from. Um, but I think what I explained to them was I, with the whole Kobe thing, I think it was just because it was so unexpected. Yeah. It happened. And he was so young. Yeah, yeah, he was young. Like, we, we didn't. Now, I'm not saying that we expected David Stern to, you know, pass away that soon. But with Kobe, it was, it was, it was, a, what it was, it was a tragic accident, you know? It was something that that happened and took everyone by surprise. It it and it, it was heartbreaking, but I do agree that David Stern, it, without him, there would be no you know there would be no All Star game. There would be the NBA wouldn't be what it is today. The WNBA wouldn't even be here. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. So, so I do agree that um, they I, I I do think they kind of dropped the ball on recognizing him and I hope um in the upcoming years that something something is done I think it was more so just like 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 you said I think everybody was just kind of shocked at the Kobe thing because David I feel like they probably definitely would have given David Stern more of a, a tribute but it's just like you're like yo, like, Kobe's gone, and and like you said, it, it sucks that David Stern died, too, but he was older, and I think, this doesn't, which doesn't mean anything, but he was older, so I think a lot of people are kind of like, okay, we can understand a little bit more, but when you have somebody younger like that die, and then in the way that he went, I, I feel like it kind of just, it kind of just, like, just threw everybody for a loop. So yeah. I, I, I agree, maybe they could have done a little bit more, but I, didn't they have, like, pins or something with his name on it, on the jersey, or... I what think they had, like, yeah, they had something. So they kind of still showed him a little bit of love. Yeah. Um, now, that's all we have for the NBA. Um, the NFL. We are officially on Tom Brady Watch. Not my best, you know, not my favorite thing in the world because, honestly, I'm not saying I don't care about where he goes. But it's kind of like, just tell us where you're going, you know? Let us know. He probably don't even know. Well, apparently, the way that it works is that the Titans are the front runners. And if they are, then cool. It is what it is. I'm not saying that just because I'm here in Nashville, but... You know, it, it it'll I guess it'll be exciting to be here with Tom Brady. I guess I, I won't have much. Going. I don't see him going to the Titans though, like realistically. Well, apparently it's the Titans, it's the Raiders, and it's um um it's the Titans, it's the Raiders, and it's the Pats. Yeah, I I. I can either see him going back to the Patriots or going to the Raiders, to be honest with you. So, but what, why would why would he choose the Raiders over the Titans? I feel like they're in the same state. because because I think the Raiders have slightly more weapons than the Titans do. Who slightly more? Ooh. Slightly more. They have they have a running back. They have a really good tight end. 
We so we don't uh, have. A friend, and when I say we, I mean the Titans because I'm here. We don't have. Oh a yeah, back. I mean they definitely have Derek. They definitely have Derrick Henry, and they have. We got uh, AJ Brown. That? We have a decent. I mean, maybe like I said, maybe maybe, but I feel like the Raiders would throw more money at him because the Ra- Raiders have the money. Not say the Titans don't have the money, but I think the Raiders would would pro- he would probably go there because they have the money. And then you already know they get Brady, they're gonna go after other free agents too because it's Tom Brady. Yeah, but so can the Titans. I understand this that. Is, this, and this is the only reason I'm saying I think the Titans are in the and what I what I said is true. You gotta realize who the head coach is. Him and Tom Brady are super cool. Like, it goes back to their playing days, pretty much, is what it is. Yeah, that's true, too. I I think those type of relationships, they, they just don't go away. And it does play a huge part in, you know, where you go next. Because, let's be real, if, let's, let's just say, KT worked at this organization, <laughs> and they wanted me to come work there. Well, guess what? They're probably going to tell KT... Yo, we know you know this girl. Talk to her. Tell her what I'm you like about no. it. And try to get her to come. I'm going to say, don't come. We don't need you. We're better without you. My organization will always be... <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, when you, it's better when you actually know somebody that's there because you can give your opinion whether it's unbiased or Mm -hmm. whatever you can tell them like this is the pros for this job this is the cons but look if you come here this 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 and this and if you don't want to well we still gonna be cool but this 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 and this so i can understand it now i do get what you're saying with the raiders and them throwing money like cool they got money but i think tom brady wants to win a championship he does, which is why if he went back to the Patriots, I could understand it, but I don't know they if don't he really will. They don't have another receiver, but, though. They don't I have mean, a tight end. They don't have a receiver. And by the time, I feel like that's the thing, like, because he doesn't know where he's going, he's not giving organizations enough time to go out and get the people to surround him with, you know? Like, let's say he wanted to go back to the Pats. Well, I'm pretty sure the Pats could recruit people and be like, yo, who doesn't want to catch a you know, a touchdown from Tom Brady type type thing. That's true. I mean, could you imagine if he went to the Saints? Because, you know, y'all don't really have a quarterback either. How would Drew you feel? Nah, I, I, oh, he's did he? Yeah. Oh, did he? I'll be asleep sometimes when it comes to the Saints. I mean, I know he can go. He won't go. But he can come to Chicago. I would love that. But that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because, you know, both of my Chicago organizations don't really know how to fix things. One's worse than the other, though. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I I can either see him going to the Raiders or back to the Patriots. I mean, I also heard L.A. I also heard the Chargers could possibly be looking at him. But only the the only people who know were really – Tom Brady and his agent. Other than that, we're just left to wonder. That's very true, but that's all sports is. A wondering factor. Yeah, just a, a big ball of wonder and, and hope and hoping that they go to your team and when they don't, you kind of get sad and you're like, oh man, but then you're like, I should have known he wasn't going to come here because we trash. <laughs> I think only Bears fans think that. Mm. No, we're not trash. Playoff. We're going to the playoff next year. Watch. You heard it here. I'm saying it. Playoffs. That's where we're going. Over four. <laughs> Y'all, she don't even believe that. <laughs> 12 and four. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, speaking of the playoffs, so the NFL is talking about a new CBA um, where they would have 17 regular season games. Uh, with them adding an extra regular season game, they would take away 12 padded practices. And this is the kicker. Two extra teams get added to the playoffs. Not only that, 
but revenue sharing would go up to about 48%, give or take. Um, so, of course, the combine is happening in Indiana. This is where all the meetings are happening uh, between agents, the player associations, the owners, like everyone, everyone is in this meeting pretty much. If you are anyone, you are in this meeting. Um, so they had a vote on it last night. Voting ended around 9 p.m. And the Players Association voted seven in favor to take the CBA, the new CBA, to the entire Players Union. Um, so the, they voted, 17 voted yes, um, 14 voted no, and then you had, I guess, one person who did not vote. Um, so that's how, every, yeah, that's how everyone voted. Now, we have had players like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, Richard Sherman come out and say, no, just straight out, no. And to be honest, I'm not mad at him for saying no. I am not. You're talking about adding another game to these guys' seasons where some of them really can't stay healthy for a full 16 games. So what makes you think they're going to stay healthy for an, for an extra game plus playoffs? And not to mention adding the two teams to the playoffs will mean this two, the number two seed no longer gets their bye. True. That that's very true. I I I think that adding an extra game to any sport where the contact equivalent to getting hit with a Mack truck <laughs> shouldn't is not good anyway. Like for example, you already had concussions up this year from last year, but you want to add another extra game to that and and possibly endanger these players even more. So I can understand what people are saying no. The only thing I think is cool is possibly the the playoff change but other than that like I don't again I don't know if it's worth risking these people's and players health and bodies for it so I think they're gonna always be up and down about the CBA anyway there's gonna be a lot of players who are vocal about it and 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 what they feel they just need to listen to the players honestly listen to the players listen to how the players feel about their safety because adding an extra game is a little bit is a little bit much now I'm all in favor I don't know if the CBA had that in there but getting rid of like one preseason game to give the players time to rest and heal up, but adding an extra game, I just don't think that's the safest thing to do, especially right now. Oh yeah, they would. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the CBA, if they added the game, they would take away a um, preseason game. Now, but I mean, with that being said, though, it's kind of like I, I don't know. It's it's just kind of like. I don't know. I just don't. I I don't feel right about about this. I just don't. Because, in if you think about it, this year, in the NFC, you had teams like San Francisco, um, San Francisco, Green Bay, and the Saints, who had outstanding records. You know. Now you're telling me with Green Bay's record, I still have to play the first round of the playoffs? To me, that's BS. That is totally BS. Because now you're asking me to go undefeated throughout the entire, pretty much throughout the entire season. And that doesn't happen often unless you're the Pats because you play in one of the easiest freaking conferences. Ooh, that sounds like shade is being thrown. I mean, it's proven. They had the easiest. They had the easiest schedule last year. I mean, we're talking to a team. We're talking about a team who always loses to Miami anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like every when season Miami, finds a way when to Miami lose to Miami. Miami is your biggest. When Miami is the team that you're trying not to lose to, that's a problem. I'm just saying. Especially when they were like, oh, in '97. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it would be cool to see seven teams from each side, but I don't think the risk is worth it. I don't think playing extra game is worth it. I don't think um, putting these players who are already playing a dangerous sport in more danger is worth it. 
So, I mean, I, I, I can, if it doesn't pass, I can completely understand why it wouldn't pass. It's just, I don't know. I'm with the players on this one. I don't think it should go through. But once again, I'm also not an owner making thousands of, you know, thousands um, and millions uh, of dollars. I was about to say more than thousands. Yeah, thousands and millions of dollars. <laughs> thousands of I was going to say, if they was making thousands, they probably wouldn't even care about a CBA. They'd be like, we're not going to spend no more money on anything. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you pay me what the owners pay per game, then I see, I, you know, I, I I understand why they want to extra game at it because that's extra revenue for the for the organization. But the players don't get much of it, so I, I get it. I totally get it. Um, now something a little bit more lighthearted here. Woo woo. I don't know. And by the way, we're about to hop into keep it one hundred for a little bit. I don't know if. Y'all have um, heard of this show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Um, I know me and KT were kind of talking about it. And I just, I I don't get the hype. It's a little weird. Honestly, it's a little weird. You you have people who you don't know and you take them to uh, this this place in, in Mexico. You like my accent? Mexico. Yeah. And you you have them hater, and then you have them like an entire group. I don't know. It's weird. Like it honestly to me, it reminded me of the TV show The Circle, which is also on Netflix. Which is, I mean, you can say it's kind of the same concept, but it's different because in The Circle, it's more so like you can catfish people. Like it, it's a little. It's a little different, but it's the same. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd personally get on a show like this because I need to, not even for look purposes, but I need to see who I'm talking to before I'm starting to fall in love with somebody because I don't know. That's just a little weird to me to fall in love with somebody that you've never met or seen. It's just, I could go on Instagram and and look at somebody and fall in love with somebody the same way if, if that's how we're playing it, basically. Well... Also, we got people. So the the concept of this show is you talk to you talk to people and you get to know them before you see them. Um, but the only way you can see them is if you get engaged to them. So we have so people weird, man. getting engaged after day four of talking to someone. That is moving faster than your average lesbian. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> Like, yo, uh, and you're always <laughs> and you haven't even seen this person. Uh, I, I get the fall for someone. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was probably OD, but <laughs> I, just, I just don't. Uh, I, I I don't. I honestly do not get it. Oh, so after you man. get engaged with the person, you get to see them the next day. But you only get to see them for like, I think they only show it for like five, five, ten minutes or whatever. Long enough for you to get your ring and you to see the person form an opinion. So if you try to stay engaged to them, you get to take a trip to Mexico. Wait, wait. The, 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 the part where I keep laughing is not because of what you said, but imagine you meeting this person, you get in the ring, they are not, they're, they're facially challenged. I'm just going to say that. So, like, <laughs> do you change your mind if you're like, woo, like you see it, but you're just like, ooh, Lord, like, but I feel that's like not by how I that time, you I feel like by that time, people are already, quote, unquote, in love with them. So, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. nah, let not me see what's going on. Days. <laughs> not after four days. I'm not falling in love with no person after four days. I don't even know if I like you after four days, let alone want to fall in love with you after four days. No, I couldn't do it. I just think the show is bad. I, I I just don't understand it. I think it's terrible. You got people who are bisexual who proposed to a girl and didn't tell her until after they were engaged. Like, and don't get me wrong, you're not obligated to tell anyone anything. But if you know you want to tell them, then you should have told them beforehand. I'm just saying. So wait, I don't, I didn't, I didn't make it that far. So they, they got engaged with two people. 
Is that no. what you said? No, no, oh. no. Okay, I, I I heard the I, I heard the first half, but I thought you meant they got engaged to two people. But I get what you're saying. So basically, they didn't disclose their sexuality until they, they met the person. Okay, okay, okay. Now I get it. I thought for for a second, I thought you meant they were bisexual, but they were engaged to two different people. That's what no. I thought you said. That's why I no. was like, what? Okay. No. Yeah. See, no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I can't, I can't, I, first of all, I don't want to participate in any reality show because I know too many people and they're going to be like, yo, you was on TV, make yourself look crazy. And I don't think you could be the coolest person in the world. I think there's always going to be that one producer that's going to try to make you look crazy at least one time. And I can't, I can't do that. I, I can't be on reality TV because then people going to look at me and be like, yo, I didn't know you were like that. So yeah, I, I couldn't do reality TV. I like my privacy too much. Maybe Reagan will do it for y'all one day, but I'm not getting I on no like love I want to go on the circle. <laughs> I couldn't even get on the circle. The circle's funny. It's the same, like, it's the same thing. I it don't think I would want to get on the circle. It kind of technically is. You can catfish people. You gotta, You're not going like, on the circle for love. You're going on the circle to win money. Yeah, but you still got to play a game, though. Yeah, you gotta play the game, but love is blind isn't really a game. Love is blind is you going on there to get married. I just couldn't do it, man. You don't know who you're married. You could be marrying a murderer. Like, I just couldn't do it. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mm -mm. I'm I'm gonna let Reagan have that. I'll let Reagan get on the circle and I'll cheer for her and be like, yo, I know that chick wins some money, but no. Oh, I would definitely get on the circle. The circle is fun. The catfishing part of the circle is probably the funniest part. You got people that are catfishing, using their best friends' pictures. That part of the show is funny because you really don't know. You really have to figure it out. But I don't know. I I couldn't. I don't know, man. Love is Blind is just, I'm not with, I'm not with any is, of these. Uh... Love is Blind is just a terrible show. Yeah. It's a like, terrible concept. It's a terrible show. I, I don't understand what people see. There was know. another one called like there was another one called like Love at First Dance. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. I couldn't do that one either. Basically it's the same thing. They're they learn this dance and then you don't meet the person who you're talking to until like you dance or something. Like you like when you guys dance, that's the first time y'all see each other. So it's a little crazy too. I just I'm not getting on any dating shows like that so please don't sign me up don't recommend me don't do nothing because you will get your feelings hurt well y'all heard that Mm -mm. i'm not doing that y'all definitely heard that but that is it for us today i mean it was like i said we had a jam-packed schedule for you um i'm glad that we were able to give the show um a go again this week. Um, once again, make sure you follow our Twitter at Unwanted Pod. Once again, that is at Unwanted Pod. And you can follow me at underscore RAP24. Once again, that is at underscore RAP24. KT, what is your Twitter? You can follow the greatest of all times Twitter at P-U-P-T-E-N-T-10. Again, P-U-P-T-E-N-T-10. I, and I'm, like I said, I'm the greatest. I'm, like, the greatest follow. Probably not. I'll be tweeting like that all the time. But still, y'all still can follow me because I am interactive. I interact with a lot of people who tweet me. So get at me on Twitter. She aight. I'm not saying she the best. She aight. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like we like to mm-hmm. end every show. Make sure you let your mamas listen. Your baby's mamas listen. Your mama's mamas listen. And your sister's mamas listen. That is it for us. We are out of here. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. And we out.